Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's right. A slob, S-L-O-B, which, um, yeah, it's basically the thing nobody wants to be. Um, that's where I share my personal deslobification process. Um, I am completely honest about my struggles, my successes, and my failures, which then become struggles again, which then often becomes successes, which then sometimes become failures, which basically it's the ongoing and never ending story of my personal quest to get my house under control. I've learned a lot of things over the last almost five years and I share what works and what doesn't work. Um, reality-based cleaning and organizing for people who don't like cleaning and organizing. So thanks for joining me today. I am calling this podcast Surviving Summer. And this is number 31. So if you want to find the show notes for this, which will be minimal at best, um, you can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S. Scroll on down, find podcast number 31. Click on that to find the show notes. Um, If you are listening right now, then that means it has been published on my blog. They work together. You can't have one without the other. But sometimes I don't get to updating the podcast page very quickly um, because that's just how I roll. So if you're listening to it immediately and you can't find it, uh, just scroll down to the bottom and click on where it says, see all of my podcasts here and you will find it. So thank you for joining me today. Um, I did not do a podcast last week. I try to do one every week, but here's the truth and the reality. And one of the reasons I felt like I needed to get this one out and that is um, summer is almost here. It's here for other parts of the country in the U.S., which I'm totally, completely jealous of. I get, I was so mad when I drove through our Sonic and I saw this sign that says May 22nd, 50 cent corn dogs, because it's national end of school day and our national last day of school or something. And I thought, really? Because at that point we had two more weeks to go. So Yes, I was a little irritated with that because I love summer. I mean, I love summer. That was probably a pretty ugly sound there. But anyway, I really, I love summer. It's my favorite time of year. I am the stay-at-home mom who, you know, that's what I wanted to do. That was my life goal, be a stay-at-home mom, full-time mom. So, but my kids are not homeschooled. I do not homeschool. They're in public school. So they go off to school and um, that's what's made me able to turn this blog, podcasts, every crazy thing that I do, ebooks, all that, into my job. So um, it wasn't until after my daughter went to kindergarten full time that I um, started treating this like a business and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, but what happens is they come home in the summer and I love that time of year. I love just the routine free, the ability to, you know, we go to the pool every single day because I don't want my kids just sitting around all summer. But in Texas, that is the only thing you can do in the summer to get physical activity is swim. Um, You know, I mean, seriously, it's like either before seven o'clock in the morning, you can get outside and maybe do some things, which I hope my kids sleep past seven this year, or you can swim and that's it. So we go to the our pool every afternoon. That's when it's open just from, I think one to six, but, um, that's what we do. That, that is our life. And, um, but then we also have these things come along like 
Vacation Bible School, which is the craziest week of the year, as you know, if you've ever volunteered at one. Um, and then the certain kids go to camp, and then we're going to go out of town together as a family. And anyway, routine just flies out the window. There, No two weeks are exactly the same. And when they are, they're the weeks where we're feeling relaxed and chilled. And that just goes against my personality. I mean, really, one of the biggest things I had to adjust to uh, in this whole deslobification process was realizing that there is never a vacation from housework. I mean, it, it, it doesn't happen. I mean, as long as, unless you're in a hotel, which is one of the reasons I love staying in a hotel sometimes. Um, but unless you are in a situation where you are not cooking at all, whatever, there is no such thing as taking a break from housework. I mean, you just have to get it done or everything gets out of control. And then we can't have friends over, which kind of defeats the purpose of the lazy days of summer and all that. So anyway, um, I am going to talk about surviving summer and my plan, but not a plan for this summer uh, and how that's going to work. Um, but as I was saying, I'm taking the summer off from blogging and from this job because the first, I guess, two years, maybe even three that I did this, um, I didn't take the summer off and it was very difficult because I couldn't switch my brain. You know, the blog takes a lot of my creativity, a lot of my, um, you know, creating energy type stuff. And, um, it was very hard for me because I wanted to put all that creativity and fun and energy into my kids and enjoying the summer. Cause they are growing so fast. I know everybody says that, but as you start to get into these years right now, I'm, I'm seeing it happen. It no longer seems like long, long days like it used to. It just goes so fast. So I don't want to waste those times. I don't want to be distracted. So I'm taking the summer off. Um, I did this last summer. I had quite a few uh, decluttering project guest posts. I had some other things that I put up, but I just, you know, I, it's not that I didn't post anything. I occasionally would write something, but I didn't feel the pressure to, you know, if I had a chance to great, otherwise I didn't worry about it. Um, and that's kind of the way it's going to be this summer. I actually have several things. Like I said, our school is not out. We still have another week, a whole nother week. Um, which, uh, you know, we don't end till for after the first week in June, but it already feels like summer because things are just, you know, getting so crazy at the end of the school year. Hey mom, I have my picnic. Hey mom, I've got my field trip. Hey mom, I've got this, you know, and I want to be involved in that kind of stuff. So I've, I've already kind of taken a, a little bit of a step back also knowing that other people are already in summer. And so, um, my plan, which is one of it's, it's a loose thing. It's not a, I'm going to do this every day of the summer. That's not going to happen. But, um, what I have in place is I have a free printable that's on the website for all of my email subscribers. So if you don't subscribe to a slob comes clean, uh, email, then, um, you can't get the printable, but if you do, which is totally free to subscribe, you can get that. And what that does is you get an email each day if you choose, or you can get an email, um, just once a week that will, um, give you just little, you know, whatever has been on the blog, you're not going to miss it. Okay. And also you'll see when the podcasts come through, if that, if that happens, if I'm able to do podcasts. So again, I'm not promising podcasts, but I'm not saying there aren't going to be any. So the best way is to either subscribe by email, which would get you the free printable that I'm about to tell you about, 
or subscribe through iTunes, which means you'll get notified every time. And I'm also actually on Stitcher now as well. Although I have no idea how that works. I think you can subscribe through that. So, uh, but the free printable is, um, a surviving summer checklist. And when I say surviving summer, uh, I always want to be clear that I do not mean, and I'm not judging, I'm not, but I have this kind of, I get this little feeling in me that I never want my kids to think that I'm irritated about them being home. I mean, that is just, I want them to know that I like to be with them. So I'm kind of, you know, I always want to make sure I clarify that it's my house that I'm worrying about surviving. I'll, I'll thrive. I love summer. Okay. It's going to be great, but my house, mm -hmm, yeah, it, it barely survives the lack of routine. So the goal the, the, uh, printable checklist is cute, I think. And, um, it has the four habits that you'll find in 28 days to hope for your home, which is my ebook that will help anyone either keep their home out of chaos or bring their home out of chaos. And there are four basic habits and I've talked about those in other podcasts, but they are, and I'll just tell you, um, number one is do the dishes which I know is just like, really, that's what you're telling me to do. But it is, it's like magic. If you will keep those dishes done, dishes, uh, sweep the kitchen floor, um, check the bathrooms for clutter and do a five minute pickup. So as a family, our goal is to get those four basic things done every day this summer, which probably won't be every day. Cause even though those are four very minor things, we somehow managed to not be able to get them all done. So, but the goal is to do that. And the printable can be um, printed out and put in an eight by 10 frame. You can trim it down to that and um, then use, you know, I'm using a dry erase marker to mark it off on the glass and then wipe it down and start it again the next day. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be posting those on the blog maybe regularly. Um, sometimes I might just post it on Instagram with the hashtag survive summer. Make sure you're following me there. Um, or I might just post it on Facebook and you're invited to share your own summer day. You know, if you have the printable check checklist printed out, um, you know, take a picture of it and post that on Facebook or, you know, use the hashtag on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Anyway, so just we can kind of encourage each other and say, hey, we're making it, we're going to manage, we're going to survive. And the beauty of it is I may miss an entire week. I mean, who knows what's going to happen during VBS? It's crazy. But I can always come back and know that if I will do those four things, the house will be significantly better and it won't be totally overwhelming. But um, I did want to talk about real quickly just the whole idea of surviving summer and um, partly that mentality that I've had to grow into over the years because, um, you know, I, I used to think of cleaning my house as a project. I used to think of, um, you know, keeping things clean over the summer as a project. I thought of everything as a project. That's just how I live my life because I love projects and that's so much more fun to me than just, Oh, you have to do this every day for the rest of your life. Okay. You know, so, um, moving away from the projects, that is how, from the project mentality, that's how I've made actual lasting progress. And what I mean when I say that is I don't see it as being all over and all lost anymore the way that I used to when I have that crazy week. I remember, and I think I talked about this in the last podcast, podcast number 30 about teaching kids to clean. 
Um, you know, the summer before I, I started my blog was, you know, I mean, I had all these big plans, but then when I failed, then I just thought of myself as a failure. You know, this, just because a day is a failure or, you know, a week is a failure for us that year. It was the year, the week that we had vacation Bible school. It all went out the window because we had to get out of the house really early in the morning. We didn't have time to go through and maybe we did, but at the time we, you know, just didn't think we had time to go through all the little things that I'd written out that we were going to do after every single meal. So instead of thinking of that as a failure, what's been more beneficial to me is just to say, okay, that day I didn't do it. And maybe that day was a failure, but that does not mean that it's all over and it's not worth picking up and starting again and doing the dishes the next day, you know, and well, maybe I have to do three days worth of dishes because it got crazy and I just didn't even think about them. Um, but that doesn't mean it's all over. It's not worth quitting over that. It's that mentality. So, um, you know, having it boiled down to the absolute basics that you need to be able to do, which if that overwhelms you, those four tasks, I'm just going to advertise my ebook, 28 days to hope for your home. Um, but you know, just doing those four tasks or even one of those tasks, even if it's just, okay, for this summer, I'm going to keep the dishes clean, you know, and I will tell you, I have, um, I bought at Costco this year, um, or right now this month, they had, uh, paper plates on sale. And it makes me kind of wonder because of sales cycles. I'm like, so do all moms go buy paper plates in the summer because they know it's going to get crazy? Because I wouldn't doubt that like a lot of moms who this all comes naturally to are just like, well, of course you have to. But, you know, I did not, I have not bought paper plates other than for a special occasion, uh, like a birthday party or, you know, something um, since I started the blog almost five years ago. And that's crazy. Okay. Because we used to only be able to survive because of paper plates. But by getting my dishwashing routine um, under control, uh, or even getting one at all, even having a dishwashing routine of running it every single night, emptying it in the morning, uh, filling it up through the day, running it again at night, I haven't needed paper plates. I mean, we basically always have clean plates. Uh, But I did notice the last couple summers, I've thought, you know what, five people at home, and I'm sure if you're a homeschooler, you know this, but five people at home, which, you know, it's really just four all day, but my husband does come home and eat lunch a lot in the summer while the kids are here. But, you know, five people eating three meals at home every day, it, we have to run our dishwasher more than one time which is fine. I mean, that's fine. But the rhythm of it is what gets so frustrating to me because the rhythm is partly how I'm able to, you know, keep this going and keep the dishes under control is that rhythm of running it at night, emptying it in the morning. Well, you know, getting off that rhythm when you have to run it, you know, it's time to run it before supper or whatever. It it just gets crazy. So I did. I mean, I guess you could say I cheated, but I bought my first paper plates that I've had in a long time. And my goal is to use them at supper time if we need to, to be able to only have to run our dishwasher once. Now, cups and glasses, that's going to be interesting uh, because I personally am a use a new glass every single time I get a drink kind of girl. Um, But, you know, we're going to have to try to work this summer 
hopefully on, um, you know, not using up every single glass before dinner time that night. Um, but that, you know, those are things, what does it take for you to survive summer for your house, you know, to not say, okay, I'm going to do everything perfectly. This is going to be the time where for the first time in my life, I'm actually going to do everything perfectly when summertime is crazy. It just, it just is. Okay. And here's my little stay at home mom rant, you know, but the one thing that would make me crazy was, you know, I mean, I was a teacher, so I, I know, I, you know, I know the whole routine. I mean, I taught and I then was off in the summer and all that, you know? Um, but sometimes when some teacher friends would assume that their life in the summer is just like my life is all year round, that is just absolutely not true in the least because summer is crazy. That's when all of the non-regularly scheduled things happen is in the summer. And so no matter what, summer's crazy. Okay. It's not like any other time of the year. So accepting that and saying, you know, instead of saying, okay, well, when summer's over and we're going to be home, that's when I'm going to finally get everything together instead to realize that it's a crazy time of year. And this probably isn't going to be the time when you get everything together once and for all and figure out how to be perfect, you know, um, instead just to say, okay, I'm going to boil it down to the basics, do those basics. And then what happens for me is when I keep those basics under control, then I have the time to do those bigger projects because dishes are not this overwhelming guilt complex that I have. That's going to take me three hours. So I never do get to the big stuff. No, if I keep dishes under control, then I'm able to look at, uh, bigger projects and say, oh, okay, I can justify spending a couple hours because I do have a loosier, goosier schedule. I can justify spending that time because I'm not feeling guilty that my kitchen is a total wreck. Okay. So it's, um, it's having that mentality and accepting your limitations. I think that's a big part of it. You know, that's part of me buying these paper plates is, you know what? I think I'm going to do better if one meal every couple days, we eat off of a paper plate. Okay. Instead. And I know, I know eco-friendly ish. I mean, really I've become more eco-friendly on the paper plate thing since we don't use them anymore. Okay. But at the same time, you got to do what you got to do to be able to function and survive the summer as your family. So accepting that life is going to be crazy and just going with that and trying to boil it down to the basics. Um, The other thing too is, um, you know, trying to, for me, it's, it's putting together the vacation mentality with the, um, how do I say this? Putting, kind of trying to merge my vacation mentality with my reality mentality. You know, I love vacation because I love to deny reality. That was actually one of my phrases in college was deny reality. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk about politics or anything like that. You know, I don't want to talk about reality. Let me live in my dream world for right now. And I think that's very much part of who I am. I like the vacation mentality, but trying to bring those two things together and accepting that if I will get this done, then... I'm able to have the vacation mentality later. And the other thing too is um, doing it as a family. You know, my kids are plenty old enough. Uh, We talked about teaching kids to clean in podcast number 30, the last one. I do have that ebook that gives you lesson plans. Um, We kind of, you know, we've done that for the last 
three years. We've done very specific, okay, kids, I am teaching you how to clean a bathroom. Well, the beauty of it is that now they know how to clean bathrooms. So I'm able to say, hey, let's clean bathrooms. Okay, great. Or on certain days I can say, hey, we're going to clean bathrooms. I'm just going to have you wipe things down, okay, and make sure that you use the order that um, that I've shown you of, you know, starting with the mirror and then going to the faucet and then going, you know, doing the toilet last so that nobody wipes the toilet and then the faucet because that freaks me out. But, you know, we've, we're enjoying those benefits of that. But, you know, the point of that with surviving summer is if you want to do that, don't feel like, oh, well, we missed the first Tuesday and that was going to be my bathroom cleaning day. So what's the point for the rest of the summer? You can take any old day when you're home and you're like, wow, what are we going to do today? Hey, let's learn how to clean bathrooms. Okay. Let me go print this off real quick from this ebook that I bought, you know? Um, and you know, taking those and being purposeful, it doesn't have to be all perfectly planned out. So it's that balance between the spontaneity of summer and being purposeful at the same time about not wasting that time. Okay. Um, I'm also going to talk real quickly about just a couple of ideas that I have used, um, to limit screen time for my kids, because, um, that is a, as they get older, it's harder and harder. Um, I was at the pediatrician for one of my kids the other day or just yesterday. And, you know, he told him, Hey, two hours is the recommended amount, two hours total. And that's television, computer, everything, you know, tablets, all that. Uh, two hours of screen time is, you know, basically what they say is healthy. Well, yeah, sometimes we go over that, but different ideas that I've used, and this is another example of how the same idea does not work for everyone. And the same idea does not work for every, forever and ever and ever for the rest of time. You know, one summer, a couple years ago, what we did was I bought, um, timers on Amazon and everybody had their own timer. I used a Sharpie marker and I put their initial on it and they were all, they all had magnets on the back. So I was able to put them up on the refrigerator and they knew that they got a certain amount of screen time each day. Well, you know, my problem with that was when one person wanted to watch TV and the other person said they didn't want to, they didn't want to use their timer. Um, and then they had to like find someplace else to be so that, you know, it worked and it was a good, I mean, you know, it definitely limited their screen time toward the very end of the summer. We kind of let it go, you know, and just, oh, whatever, who cares? But it did, you know, they each had a certain amount of time that they could, could play, you know, each day, play video games or watch TV or whatever. And then, uh, last year, what we did, and this worked really, really well. My kids would completely argue with that now, but at the time they thought it worked really great. And that was, I had them, um, I said, okay, Tuesday nights are going to be our video game night because that is our main struggle for the boys. My daughter doesn't play video games, but the boys, you know, that's one of the things that they can sit there way too long and do. So I said, okay, Tuesday nights are going to be video game nights. And you can, as soon as we get back from the pool on Tuesday, you can, you know, have a party-ish kind of supper, take it in there into the game room where the, you know, Xbox or whatever it is that we had at the time, um, where that is. And you can just, you know, play till 10 or 11 at night, whatever, you know, I mean, that's your video game night. So it's kind of like, you're not going to play the rest of the week. But when that happens, then you can play. And they thought that was great for, I would say the first 
month and a half that worked really, really well. Like they were so excited because Tuesday they could just play like crazy and it wasn't just playing for a really short time. But then the rest of the week they weren't asking because they knew it was Tuesday nights. Well, then a couple months ago, I was told that I am the meanest mother in the whole world. Respectfully, honestly, he told me that not, you know, not hatefully, but just, you know, I just, I, I am, I mean, I have the worst rules of anybody and, um, and no other kid in the whole world, um, isn't allowed to play video games every night. And he just explained very rationally that his friends did not get to play video games at all during the day which I kind of find hard to believe on some of them, but whatever. Um, they didn't get to play them at all during the day, but then they got to play them every night. Now, supposedly it's play video games all night, every night. Well, that's not going to happen in our house just because it's not going to happen in our house. But I, so I, I said, well, let me think about it. I talked to my husband. I thought and thought and thought, and I finally went, okay, we will do that. I'm not sure what it's going to look like. I'm not sure what exactly that's going to mean what time we're going to start that. My main thing I explained to my kids is I'm sorry, but you are not guaranteed any video game time. Like that is not, and that's always my fear is that they're going to give up some other opportunity that comes up because, Oh, we want to go home and play video games. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, but you know, allowing, so I'm thinking we're going to have, you know, just like we had our timers that we use that one time to say, okay, after this certain time at night, then you're allowed to. Cause honestly, my husband and I want to watch shows and my kids are getting old enough to stay up a little bit later, you know, where we used to put them to bed and then we would watch our shows. Um, and now they're a little older and they can stay up later. And so now I, I can't stay up late enough to, to wait till they go to bed and, you know, wait till I put them to bed and then watch my shows. So, you know, we're kind of trying to figure something out where they can be in there watching, uh, playing their video games and I can do this. So, um, that's, that's our idea for this summer. But the point along with everything else, you know, hopefully maybe you've got some great ideas. I would love to hear your ideas on how you limit screen time, uh, just in the show notes for this podcast number 31. But the point is the same solution doesn't work forever and ever and ever. And I think one of my frustrations before, was always that I would hear somebody say, this is what I'm doing. This is this great solution. And I would think, okay. And I would try it and either it wouldn't work or it would work for a little while. And then it would fizzle like so many things do. And I would think, oh my goodness, she can do that. And I can't. Well, the truth is maybe she could, maybe she is doing that 10 years later, but most people have to switch it up. I mean, most of us, can't have the same routine, the same exact method, the same exact strategy work forever and all times. I mean, that's, that's part of the beauty of living is that we're constantly changing your kids, my kids, you know, they're not the same people that they were a year ago, two years ago, because they're growing. I mean, you think about how much they mature in just a few years and trying different strategies and different tactics and what can they handle and what can we, you know, what can we manage as a family? And it's that same mentality of being willing to adapt. And the main issue though, to me is not throwing it all away when a solution doesn't work anymore. Okay. Um, it's one of the reasons why I get a little bit nervous about somebody landing on a post where I really thought I had something figured out from three years ago. And then I look at it and I go, Oh, well, I really don't do it that way anymore. There's this other post that talks about how I'm doing it now. But to me, that's the beauty of, you know, having it recorded every single day for the last however many years is seeing that it is a constantly changing, growing, um, process. 
you know, and that's the way it's always going to be in my home, in my family, as a mother, everything. So I know this has been a little bit, you know, here, here, there and everywhere for this podcast. But my point is I really want to make sure that you know that I may be taking some time off. There's probably not going to be a podcast every week, but go ahead and subscribe in iTunes or on Stitcher or through the blog uh, just to find out um, when they do come out. Uh, Because I appreciate all of you so much who are, um, you know, who, I mean, I've had people email and, and send notes over Facebook and say, Hey, when's the next podcast going to be, you know, cause I know she haven't had one in a week. Um, so I really appreciate that. And I absolutely love this connection that we're able to have through podcasts. So, um, I would love it if you could leave a review on iTunes. Um, again, you can go to a slob comes slash connect, find me on all my social media channels there. You can, um, find the link for subscribing by email, which will get you that free. What I think is very cute printable that will have those four, four daily tasks that you can use however you want, or you can stick it in a frame and, you know, mark it off with a dry erase marker every day. Um, and join us over on Facebook. There's now getting close to 80,000, um, people on the Facebook page, which is just crazy. But, um, the only thing about Facebook is that they do not consistently show the posts to people, you know, so the last couple of days I've had maybe 10,000 people at the most see the things that I put on Facebook. So if you really want to be sure that you don't miss anything, the best thing to do is to subscribe via email. And, um, again, you get that free printable when you do that. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, a slobcomesclean.com slash connect or a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts or um, send me an email if you have suggestions for um, summertime podcasts. I am still planning on doing the different areas of the house, uh, bathrooms and laundry and all that kind of stuff. And we'll see if I actually get those done or not as far as teaching kids to clean in those areas. Um, I, you'll, your guess is as good, of, good as mine as to when I'll actually get those done. But uh, thanks so much for joining me. All right. Bye-bye.